0: You're listening to the New Old Heads Podcast, shot live every Tuesday at twitch.tv slash new old heads and released every Thursday at noon via bringingdowntheband.com. The show is brought to you by Coleman Dental, Infinity, Indie CD and Vinyl. Support the show directly by becoming a member at patreon.com slash new old you are now tuned in to the New Old Heads
1: Podcast. I am Major 7th. The crew is in the building starting off with my man, Jay Moore. How are you, my
0: brother? Doing well. Doing well. Another uh, another day in paradise. I like that. That's straight yeah. to the point.
1: My mm-hmm. oh, man, Longevity. Hey, buddy. Hi. How's it going? It's going well, man. How are you? I'm great. Good. Good to see you as always. <laughs> sure. Okay. Go ahead and go. <laughs> Thank you. To the reading rainbow. I'm oh, telling when to go. So disrespectful, man. We ain't, we ain't go down that road. My man DJ J. Div. what's happening, man? Salutations. You good? Yes, sir. Good to see you as well. Indeed, indeed. The whole crew is in the building. I'm talking out. I can't even remember what episode this is because I'm getting old.
2: 379.
1: 379 episodes. We shout out to the people that's been rocking from day one and, and the newbies and the people that left. All of y'all are still important to the story,
0: so we appreciate all of that. This happened today. The people involved, unfortunately, in the in the uh, murder of Jam Master Jay back in two thousand and two, yes, uh, have finally been brought to justice and uh, were convicted today. Thinking about that's twenty two years ago, yes, you know. But I, I mean, I'm not. I, I'm pretty sure the people who knew Jay and were close to them. Uh, hopefully, this brings them a little bit of peace and closure. Yes, I know. When I had a situation where somebody I know had been killed, you know, it did bring close a chapter in in my life where I wasn't This wasn't something that was just a prevailing thing and I and this was only like maybe three three and a half years Mm -hmm. You know, I'm imagining you not having closure years? over 22 years, yeah, you know, for them finally to be able to close that door, you know, what, what that could possibly mean. So, you know, I mean, it's just sad because it was people that were close to Jay. Yeah. You know, and that's, uh, that's just, that's just ridiculous when you realize it was, it was people that he was really literally doing things for
3: enemies, close friends, closer. Yeah. That's, that seems to be what it is these or days. Or vice versa. Yeah, it's messed up. It, it happened to be his godson and, his childhood friend that pretty much set him up to be killed or killed him so that's you know people he's looked
0: out for and put money in their pocket and they still it wasn't this is the thing sometimes it's just not it's never enough it's never enough for the people who think you got it that's uh that's very sad it
1: makes you it makes me think about biggie's interview you know when he talk about jealousy and envy and all that this goes right along with like you said enemies closer and it just sucks, bro. It sucks that those people were that close to him and, and that's what happened. It's not good no matter the situation, it's still bad because he passed away, but that just makes it even worse, man. But I'm glad justice was served and there's
0: really there's really no answer someone could give you <laughs> right. that's gonna make you feel one hundred percent better.
2: This is kind of related. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see French Montana's uh interview where he talked about why he's not interested in buying the block? Yep. And no, it's pretty much basically same what happened. Same to idea. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's because of what happened to Nipsey. And, oh, he, and also lady, what happened yeah. to chinks
3: as well yeah. who he he was affiliated with pretty yeah. much got killed in his neighborhood yeah by someone he knew once yeah. again someone he knew so yeah.
1: his statement pretty much was i'm I'm cool on that concept
2: and i'm not i'm not yeah i don't remember exactly what he said in the interview but the premise yeah. of it was that it was based around like terry said chinks mm-hmm. and nipsey's you know because nipsey was buying the block and definitely got yeah. shot in his own yeah he pretty
3: much said area. that um that was on his mind. That w- that was like something that's on his checklist. Yeah. And once that happened to Nip, he was like, "Nah, it's a rat fraud." That he yeah. said, "I live in Calabasas," <laughs> so he got all the way up out of there.
0: I mean, like I've I've heard Fifty say things very similar, mm-hmm. you know, because like I think Jada Kiss or some like was like, "Yo, come to the block, this, that, and third. And he's like, "For what? For what? <laughs> you know, that's where things that you are out of my control can happen and." There are people that there are enough people at this point that depend on me that I can't just do reckless things like that. It's not like a that. situation where, hey, come see me. I'm I'm still out here. No. I'm I'm a multi, multi million dollar yeah. brand. Maybe on his way to being a billion if he can if he can yeah, keep that trouble off of him. You know. You yeah. know, with the T V shows, yeah, with the partnerships with the NBA. There's just certain places like, okay, I understand what you're saying. You never want to forget where you come from. But I can't go to where I come from because I see what happens when people go back there.
1: Culturally, that's trash because these things continue to happen. And you would think on paper and just come back to the hood, set up shop, employ people from your neighborhood and just get on out of town and, and come back and have someone monitor the situation. And everything's cool on paper. It sounds like that. But clearly, we've seen multiple times over and over again. For some reason, that jealousy and envy that we were talking about, it always creeps back in, and somebody loses their life.
3: Yeah, dog, and, dog situation.
1: Yeah, and, and Nip was the one that really that one really bothered me because his impact was huge on that on that corner, and with the Marathon store, and you know, he I don't know, man, it's just, it I mean, just he just The
3: whole center, that whole uh, yep. strip mall was his. He existing. bought the whole thing. Yeah, the whole and, thing. Uh, just, just how dude Diddy was just foul like if you've seen that video yeah it made me sick to my stomach just just seeing it that's crazy i said it in jest but like that's why, like, if you have a lot going on for you, you really can't be around people who don't have anything
0: going on for themselves, yeah. Because they'll think they'll make a name for themselves. Like that minute, that 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 short sighted situation where you are like, "Yeah, well, you know, I let him know what time it is. I'm know I'm really the man right now." Oh, yeah. And, 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 and that, for whatever and, reason, like, you can't come around people who, who are who are barely getting by on a bus in your three hundred thousand dollar car. You just can't, you know. And, and I, you know, I'm sorry, you, there you can't come around your twelve thousand dollar car, you know. If you if you see. It's it's too much for people to handle sometimes. Because like what if he's out there with his kid? You know, the dude who who's who's jealous and he he's out there with his kid, maybe his girl, and his kid goes crazy over, you know, a Porsche or a Rolls Royce he's never seen before, and your girl gets to smile a little bit too hard at this yeah. dude in his car, and then you get to feel in some kind of way. There's it's just too much for certain people to handle. Some everyone is not happy for you.
2: I, I don't That's think I can agree idea.
0: with French Montana over much, but I see where he's coming from.
2: I would say the only thing further from that is i think because um, we talked about this when nip passed away yeah uh this same type of concept of you know leaving where you're from and mm-hmm. uh you know the importance of realistically the importance of what nipsey was doing right uh, the only thing that i would say is that it, it's possible to still buy let's just use this as a hypothetical it's it's, it's possible to buy the block and not be at the block this you is know? true it's, I'll take that. You know, like that. It's possible to still engage in changing the ownership of situations and not be engaged and be the front person that shows up to it, you know, which was to Nipsey's demise, unfortunately.
3: That's actually it's, it's, it's a good point that you make with the whole Nip situation. It was that's a good point. it was more on some some gangster type. He disrespected me like this. So I feel like I need to do this yeah. in return. Retaliation, so to speak. And then, like chinks and all them, that, that's pure jealousy. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm rolling up in a nice car. Yeah. And you, you feel you, weak. You got to take it. me out. Yeah. I'm just trying to get some food. Same thing with uh, uh, Young Dolph. Yeah. I mean, he was going to his favorite dessert spot yep. and got killed trying to get some cookies.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, The
3: place in, in, in California. The Philly dude. Yeah. Um, P&B Rock. P&B Rock. PNB Rock. Yeah. yeah. Same
0: thing. You know, it was like he and his girlfriend. And and this is the wild thing. It's a neighborhood place. And like, all you hear is like, oh, man, don't go there and get food. Like, how crazy is that where you could tell somebody, don't go there and get and food?
1: And all Shorty mm-hmm. did was post a story. We in here. I mean,
0: I, yeah. I mean, I know. But still. I mean, if you tell people, if you go to sit down in a restaurant and like everybody's saying a neighborhood restaurant, like this is why, unfortunately, there's there's people who don't want to invest in certain neighborhoods mm-hmm. because for the next, you know, two weeks, all I heard was like, oh, man, you don't sit down and eat there at a restaurant really? with yep. tables. And yep. you're telling people from all around the world, don't sit down and eat at a restaurant. Yeah. Like what? What? What are, what are we accomplishing as, you know, like I said, I know California gang politics is all different. So I can, yeah, I'm absolutely. coming at it in a way that it doesn't make any sense to me. It makes sense to the people who live out there. Right. But yeah. if you know the fact that I can't sit here and have food with my lady friend yeah. and everybody's like, "Oh man, he
3: shouldn't have done that." Like, why, well, why, we can't I mean, patronize businesses in our neighborhoods? Right. Essentially maybe not. I mean, cuz that's what it boils down to, it, especially a neighborhood that you're not familiar with. Yeah. It just might not be a good idea. And and people know in California too having jury on it you're a target immediately Mm -hmm. like a lot of artists have spoken about how they don't go anywhere with jewelry on while they're in in town because people are literally looking for you they're they're foaming at the mouth trying to find somebody to rob and that's what happened to PNB rock unfortunately I mean that's
0: what happened to unfortunately uh other kid who was you know renting a place in Calabasas, uh, Pop Smoke. Yeah, same thing. Know? And I was like, God, you know, it makes it, you know, of course I'm not rich and I don't have any jewelry, so I could probably go to California and have a great time. But you're just thinking like, are you just like, it makes, it seems like, you know, because I've heard stories about like, basically if you want to come kick it in the neighborhoods and kick it with your own people, you're basically being extorted if you want to be safe. Yeah. You know, so you wonder why, why like the vibe out there can be kind of weird and you see celebrities and they're always, in other places right you know they stay in calabasas they don't ever want to be around their own people and you'd be like well why is that like that it's like because i don't want to be extorted i want to enjoy myself and not have to and not have to run into a bunch of crips when i go to my car all right man let's uh
1: perhaps we can get into some of the the things we have uh on today well that's the point of what we're doing here oh yeah and so let's go ahead and do that yeah let's so here's a question that's being posed and this is from from russ it says and this is on Welcome. I want to make sure I get it right. Welcome to the Culture on Instagram. It says, are record labels covering up that hip-hop is dying and is about to be replaced by country music? Mm. I think Russ makes a very compelling argument for this. So let's take a listen and see what he said.
4: They're going to keep boosting and juicing the stream so that it appears that... Mm-hmm. What are y'all talking about? Rap's not losing steam. There's country, sure, but we're still crushing. No, you're not. Wow. You're having to spend a lot of money to keep up the facade. This is A Star is Born. What is the Lady Gaga movie? It's, it's that. A Star is Born, yeah. It's, it's right now, the labels are doing everything they can to keep the makeup and the wig and the choreography going mm. so that it looks like popping. But it's not. It's not. And how does how does that end? Do they run
0: out of money? No, I think it's like every genre. I
4: think I think, bro. To be honest, once again, what this is—the truth is boring, right? Here's the truth. You know what it is? Four years ago, every CEO was signing every SoundCloud rapper and their cousin. You know what they're about to do? Sign every country artist and their cousin.
0: What y'all think about that, man? Jay Moore, what you think? I don't know. Sometimes when people make statements like this, and what's I, I want to know what spaces they're in. Because, you know, as much as the, the Beyonce song has picked up steam. It sure has. And it's a number one song um, on the country charts. You know, it's not like everywhere I went during All-Star Game. And once again, this is, this is a different, I, I see how hip hop still moves people. Yep. What these CEOs and what they're willing to sign, you know, that's about Capitalism. You know, they're just trying to ride whatever new wave is going to come along and they want to, you know, maybe we can find somebody else who wants to remake a song from the 80s and put a country twist on it like they did with, uh, with fast car. I, I, I'm i sorry, but maybe once again, it's just, maybe it's the spaces I'm in. There hasn't been all of a sudden people wearing cowboy boots and trying to get big buckles. And just because Beyonce put out two country songs, you know, are, are they spending a lot of money that they're probably not recouping? Yes, but that's always been the case um, with hip hop. That's why everybody complains about their contracts. You know, so I, I don't really see this wave happening i could be completely wrong like i said i didn't i thought people were going to get uh tired of fashion hoe rap and then here comes sexy red and you know basically blew my whole argument out of the water but i i'm sorry i kind of see where he's coming from but i think it's peppered with where he's at because he's already very successful and he might be in these rooms where there's a lot more country music randomly being played and i am not so i i still see hip-hop whether it be the commercial side or the fact that like the you know, legacy acts are still able to go out here and get so much money based on nostalgia. Like, I don't think that's going to end anytime soon.
1: What do you think about the part where he mentions the frequency with which artists were signed four years ago, fast forwarding to now?
0: Once again, that was people just trying to ride a wave, you know, because a lot of those people who were signed four years ago, we don't even know where they are now. You know, they might've gave him a single deal, you know, they might've, you know, set them up to where they had a, a, you know, a hot six months, you know, but the way, Things move and we don't sit with things anymore. True. You know, the fact that like if you're going to put out a project now, you know, if you don't have a video and you don't have a song that's really popping and you put out a whole album, like it doesn't make any sense anymore. You know, we don't as, as our attention spans are so much shorter. Now, maybe what he sees is they might be willing to sign these country artists because people who listen to country music might have a longer attention span and they're able to get more out of less. I might be able to see that but as far as rap dying, come on dude like mm. that's that's hyperbole on so many levels
2: yeah I don't see rap dying i don't I mean that's kind of did he say L- that a little, little extreme did, did, I, did he even say that though I didn't, I didn't I don't know if
1: well it's on the caption it just says are the are the record labels covering up the fact that hip hop is dying I don't think he
2: made i don't I, think he I, said that I but i think, I think the conversation is just comes from like a bad place it's okay. like we're talking about the popularity of a certain genre of music mm-hmm. as opposed to just like we're talking about the commercial commercialization of it which is what Jay j alluded to right, right. Uh, but it, it's the culture is not going anywhere you know like rap music isn't going anywhere like i I, don't, I, just stop. I, I personally right. don't care if they sign more artists or less artists why do i care what the the commercialized capitalist side of hip-hop does with artists that they're just trying to make a profit from anyway's like i don't really care i honestly don't care at all cuz that's not the ty- that's not the area of hip hop that i care about right. personally you know right. what i mean like so it just doesn't work like
3: that at the end of the day that's how i feel because mm-hmm. i mean if you think about through time a records label job is to always try to figure out what's going on right now and try to keep feeding that energy right even though it might get corny and they catch on late they still try to do the same thing and try to act like they're hip. I mean, if you think about the 90s, country music was was lit in the 90s as far as popularity is concerned. Country artists, fans continue to buy their stuff, too. And this, right. this has always been known like they've never stopped or slowed down buying these country artists music. There's a country music awards that comes on every year. True. You know what I'm saying? They have a country music uh, TV channel too. I don't know if they still show videos. CMT. It's
0: it's run by the same people who own BET and MTV. Okay. Oh, okay. So so they have their outlet shows. Yeah.
3: Yeah. They have their outlet, and that's not slowing down. As far as um, it taking the place, I mean, it's just you got a couple hot songs. It's not going to replace a whole culture. At the end of the day, that's how I feel about it. That's a bar. I mean, Beyonce can do what she wants to do. She's in a position to do She's in a position that she can do what she wants to do. Right. Um, Just because she made a country song does not mean that everybody that that listens to hip-hop is going to gravitate towards country. So I, I don't feel like... It's because it's popular now and a, a couple of songs are, are getting played on urban stations that it's going to completely change the landscape of hip-hop to, to it where it just dies off. Because you have different types of hip-hop. Maybe it changes the scope of hip-hop that they're playing on the radio right now. Right. Maybe it brings it back to that same energy that we're used to and that we enjoy. Right. But I don't think it's going to just wipe out hip-hop. I, I don't see that. Do you see them having all-country artists... Uh, Super Bowl Halftime show No Where even at an NBA game yeah. Halftime or uh, You know what I'm saying yeah. I, don't, I don't see that I see them Sprinkling a little bit Here and there But they're not going to be The the main focus Unless they get like Somebody like Garth Brooks Yeah And but even, even with then, Garth Brooks Even with
0: that though To his point They gotta like, still put somebody In there with them, Exactly You know I mean but you know M- NBA I mean NBA got it wrong This year with Jennifer Hudson I don't know who what they were Thinking about yeah, there Yeah I
3: don't know what that was That,
0: but, was, that was terrible
3: But Historically the NBA All-Star weekend the performance is never really top notch. I mean cuz yeah. I think one year it was Dame Dame Das not Dame Das Dame Lillard. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is nice. Lil right. Wayne performed here. He just wasn't on the right. the TV yeah. portion of it. But uh yeah, I've never really paid attention to an NBA All-Star at, halftime show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right.
0: But, but still I I, I think even if we weren't, I don't think all of a sudden they're going to be, the NBA pays tribute to country.
1: Yeah, no. Right, 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 right. right. I mean, Doughboy made a good point. He said rap slash hip-hop isn't dying. I think it might be a country or pop turns
3: into a top dog again, but it goes yeah, in cycles. It's, it's a de- like you I said, like it's that. in cycles. I mean, think about like back that. in the day. You had uh, Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton, and all of them are movie stars right. based off of country music. Yeah. That starting like in the eighty well late seven seventies eighties nineties and so, so on and so forth.
0: Look, right. remember when Shania Twain was out here moving units? Yeah, yeah. Late nineties, like, she did like when everybody was talking about you know Puff Daddy and the Family. And yep. it was like that's cute, but Shania Twain just did seventeen million. Yeah, you know, but that didn't take over the overall pop. It, nah. That was that was her. It wasn't. It she didn't bring everybody from country music in mm-hmm. with her. No,
1: nah. yeah. A culture, quote unquote, dying. That takes. Uh, especially of the magnitude of hip-hop. It takes a
3: lot. I mean, you got to think about the nature of our country in general. It's more yeah. urban than it is country, so to speak. I mean, you have a lot of areas that are um, rural, mm-hmm. right. but most of the main majority of people live in the urban areas or the cities.
0: Well, it's kind of like when people make that argument, you know, because people and, and you know they're like oh we want to you know we want to make sure that we're taking care of real americans because they think it's the people who still go to the general store and yeah. um, you know and, and go to f- f- you know football game is the main thing to do in the town every friday it's like no real america's indianapolis st louis los angeles chicago that's where everybody lives yeah. right. you know and you know, it, it's it's they use these code words sometimes, just like when they call, you know say we well, you know we want to talk to hockey moms or we want to talk to suburban housewives, yeah. you know. But they're never thinking about you know my mother who's lived in the suburbs for forty years. Mm-hmm. That's not who they're talking about, mm-hmm. you know. So I just think sometimes when we talk about the demographics and like oh who sh- who we should appeal to, you know, even the country that you you know you appeal that, that appeals to everybody's country that appeals to people in big cities.
1: Yeah. So I think this really speaks to. Just the power of Beyonce, man, because this literally could just be a conversation based off the fact that she, you know, got everybody in the tizzy from the, the country music I is don't it, know, fan base or whatever you want to call it. Is like, Taylor Swift country or is she just pop? She used to be. She's done she?
3: country
0: music, what I would okay. think would be considered to be country music. Okay. But all I know is like even with the Beyonce song, like I have heard it out more, not actually in the places where I'm at, but like, I'm you know, it was real. The weather got real nice mm. yesterday. And, you know, I did see somebody on one of those little trikes uh playing that song extra loud like this that this ain't Texas, mm. whatever that's whatever the, that song is. Yeah. But then also I heard somebody remix it and put atomic dog under it and yeah. that oh, went yeah. hard. Yeah, it was hard. It. yeah.
3: Yeah. You'll probably hear that more so often. Than uh, than the OG version. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Just like you Well did. nah you won't hear it more than OG, but here yeah. you, you might hear it more. I mean just like you hear the, the that one version of her song with the twister. Yeah. You, I don't I she I She actually had to put end up putting that out. Yes. As an official single Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, don't get me
0: wrong. I think a lot of people will, will give credence this no no diss to Russ. No, nah, it's just you know, just because, just yeah. because he's, it's Russ is saying it. And Russ yeah. knows what he's doing out here Now nah, he news. knows he, do, he does. He's he he figured out. He's figured out. You know, he's cracked the code in a lot of ways. True, but that doesn't mean he can he cannot be wrong.
2: Well, he cracked the old code. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think his model works in the same way that it works specifically for him. He was just the guy that did it in his. His model doesn't work anymore. Outdated. In the same in the same, he's here in the same manner. Yeah, he's yeah, already yeah, here. He's here. Like it yeah. definitely, definitely works for him. And I think to a degree, you can get a decent amount of success following some of his principles. But right. but doing it exactly the way he did it is just not possible anymore. Mm-hmm. It's a different landscape. Social media is, is wild. Yeah.
3: And that's pretty much what created the Beyonce remix last. The uh, Get It Wetter remix, essentially. Mm-hmm to where she had to put it out because it gained so much steam on TikTok.
2: Mm. It's funny,
3: though, that people don't think that more than one genre can exist in the same space and still be popular. Just because country is on the uprise does not mean it's going to just replace hip-hop and hip-hop dies. Nobody says that about any other genre,
2: though. I think he's probably just speaking on it from an angle from the major label system and what they are going to... prioritize yeah, Mm -hmm. you know in that manner and what's going to be the most dominant thing because country even 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 though hip hop's been the biggest thing for a long time it's not like country wasn't big too right (laughs) true Yeah.
3: yeah I mean and then like I said like we're talking about how different ways to get on are outdated a lot of people aren't even trying to get those record deals anymore anyway
2: yeah that's unless it helps that's another piece you know this. what I'm saying that's yeah. another piece that's of this you know. as well so, it's like labels Model, yeah. labels are trying to hold on I agree with him in that aspect mm-hmm. and they're trying to we talked about Afrobeat you know and, yeah. and all that stuff yeah. recently so I'm curious I mean uh, again like I said before I don't care if hip hop is the most <laughs> dominant thing or not it would probably be better for the genre if it did if it was at the
0: because it would get a lot of suckers out of here. It would. People who are trying to just get in for a quick so per- crack, cash yep. grab. So
2: perhaps
1: this popularity could be a, a cleanse. Perhaps I don't think a full cleanse, but I
3: think Mm-mm. maybe partial. Partial cleanse. Yeah, like if you eat enough raisins. <laughs> See, I didn't say anything. <laughs> I, I, I'm good. It's like it's kryptonite. It's, so, it's something that. Like, don't it don't don't about raisins.
0: That. It just pauses your brain. No,
1: man. No, y'all not about to do this. I think we gave Benzino props too fast.
3: Are we talking about him again?
1: Well, I mean, he just doubled back on all the, the speech that we gave talking about
2: uh, how. Nobody vote for this.
0: <laughs> oh, no? Okay, well, we want to talk about it. He sobered up and still started going in on Eminem. Yeah. Well, that's all, that's yeah, all it is. I, that's really what it is, yeah.
2: yeah. I
3: right, There ain't here. really much to talk about there. Yeah. All right. Well, well cool. Well. We're moving right along. All right, Benzino. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I actually thought he. I didn't think he was capping though, man. He he got me, so clearly that was cap. Yeah, you get to crying again. Mm-hmm. Liquor
3: liquor talks when the Remy's in the system. Mm-hmm. Ain't no telling.
1: And my man, that's what happened.
2: Thanks to our partners. Dr. Coleman of Coleman Dental is our go-to dentist. He's a longtime Indianapolis arts and music supporter located right in Broad Ripple. Printfinity is a screen printing shop based in Indianapolis, owned and operated by our own DJJ Diff. Our good friends at Indy, CD, and Vinyl operate one of the best record stores in North America. Shop new and used in their site or visit them in person. And the best way to support the New Old Heads is to visit our Patreon and become a member for as little as three bucks a month. All details on newoldheads.com.
1: All right, we are back. Shout out to our partners as always. We appreciate the support. Appreciate those uh, wonderful relationships with those people. Shout out to the chat if you're still rocking with us. Thank you for that. I see
2: y'all in there. This dude's
1: name is Curtis King. He's got two S's on it. I think it's Curtis King TV. Yep. Yeah, he made some interesting points, though, in terms of the industry trends and. You know how things are looked at in terms of how artists post music today. Uh, I think it was the 1240 Mark Lonas, what you put in there. But yeah, shout out to Curtis King TV because this dude makes some very good points.
2: The Beatles didn't have to get up every day and worry about if they were going to post their TikTok too late into the day that day.
4: They were too busy putting all them damn multi channels together and creating more <coughs> instruments than they could perform live on Sgt. Pepper*. Read that up read, up. read up on that. Crazy. They wasn't dealing with that. They was up here trying to <laughs> mm-hmm. take, bend the, the borders of what music can be done. It's crazy. That's true. An album for three months in the woods anymore. Because then you wouldn't have an internet connection to make the TikToks about the experience and vlog it, and oh, du-du-du-du-du. you have to, this infects your <laughs> mind.
2: You can't make art the same way anymore, and that's not just because the internet is around and all this stuff, and and this affects every part of art, and I know that. But
4: the way that you make music is to. There's a balance that we're going to have to speak about that. I feel like there will be think pieces about at some point in time, years and years away from my generation, probably furthermore, for the younger viewers and listeners here that they will do think pieces about this time period in which they had literally all of us. Most of us think it's by our own choice, but they've had all of us believe that there is no existing. There is no success for you if you're not posting every day consistently even at the sake of quality going down and i feel like that is not just a result of the way that they're pushing the business or pushing the priority of virality within music i think that's just a statement of society at large and i think every generation finds its new thing to um Separate itself from the prior one. Right. This line of thinking started me down a rabbit hole and understanding kind of like what some of the new artists who don't value lyrics, they don't value sonics, they don't value Equipment and some of that is kind of cool because it creates a lot of like up and comers who are really innovative and they're using what they have because no longer having money is not an excuse because you can use what you have and create and maximize upon that and some really cool things happen because of that. But it's also creating people who think that that is the standard and that is something. Even as a DIY or at one point an up and coming DIYer, I was never under the illusion that this was the same thing as someone who has taken their time to do this
3: with the social media aspect of things is a gift and a curse because people can use the social media aspect to their advantage cool. to help add to their product. But the thing about it is what you're adding has to be just as good as the product or it has to be worthy. So to speak, and what I mean by that is I see a lot of people just sharing content for the sake of sharing content yeah it's not necessarily good content if you're sharing something that's a a song or a recording it should sound like it should sound if you're releasing it Mm -hmm. versus you you're doing something and and it sounds all muffled and crazy and unless you're a certain type of artist then you can do that
2: i think there's different approaches to that though yeah
3: yeah i I do too as like if you're organically making something yeah but like for the people that are um like for example, on the DJ realm of things, mm. if a DJ is posting a set online or like a snippet of or something, it should be, the sound should be amazing it should be the same thing as if i'm adding a, a song to my it should, my story it should, the
2: quality online the quality. should match right, it right. shouldn't okay. be a rip from your phone it should be directly right sound coming into right. it yeah. so
3: if, if you're using content like that it should always be top notch if it's an artist and there is rough stems or they're brainstorming, I, I get that but at the same time people have to realize your product is still more important than the content so if you're just sharing content every day, and then the product that comes out is lackluster, yet yeah, people watch the content leading up to that, but then when the product actually comes out, it's like, ah, eh, one listen and I'm done. And I think what a lot of people are doing too is they're chasing the money that they get off making content because the more content you got the more likely that you're going to be able to monetize that, volume, that situation, high, vol- high volume, high volume. It's more like they're, they're also searching for another way to make the money Fast. because of their, you know what I'm saying? Their, their music by yeah. using the content, it's, but you know what I'm saying? It doesn't always match up
2: to that. I would say, and, and this is a, not even an intentional plug, mm-hmm. but, but there's a book called Superfans, Yeah. And it speaks on this idea a little bit. And It talks about the idea of from a content creator's perspective or a musician or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Or even us as a podcast. The way that I like to explain people that view our content is we have onlookers, we have fans, and then we have super fans. Onlookers are people that watch some of the stuff that we put out, and they're just like, all right, cool, I see what that is, right? That's on social media. Let's say TikTok, or maybe that's that's YouTube or something, Mm -hmm. or like a short. They see that, and they're like, all right, cool, I know who these people are they're just on looking they're just looking at us maybe they follow us maybe they don't mm. right mm. but what's going to get that person to go to the next step what's going to get that person to be like well let me actually listen to what they're doing for this long form content what what we're talking about right now this long form thing wow. and if you're giving people to Terry's point if you're giving people a bunch of content and you're just throwing everything at the wall which we did for a while because we, we were trying to figure out trying to figure this algorithm out but when you are just doing that then you get a mixture. You get some people that really rock with you and you get other people just be like, well, I don't know, I only rock with 50% of it. So yeah. why would I, why would I, because we're so overloaded with content as it is. It's better if you highly curate the stuff that you are creating. Same That's with the point. music, same with the stuff that you're putting out there. Like there's a difference between the type of person that enjoys the thing that you're creating as opposed to a snippet of the thing that you're creating and Mm -hmm. those even though you may be able to get a lot of money or a lot of attention from something really quickly Mm -hmm. it's the long play that actually converts people exactly that gets people to really invest in you to get people to really rock with you versus that quick money versus the quick money versus the quick you know, virality of things, you know, yes, you can go viral one day, but the next day you're back to, you know, 100, hundred
3: hundred views and nobody's checking for you. Yeah, because
2: True. you're not converting people. And part of that is I'm not even the thing is, I don't even think it's people's fault. I think it's no. I think it's these platforms fault because that's what the algorithms are pushing for people to do. And I think people are doing what they think that they
1: should. One of the lines I, I typed down was and I, I don't want to misquote it, but he says, uh the demand of artists to be content machines has created apathy and less empathy yeah. in the actual work kind of like along with what we're talking about with the high volume and i just got to post i got to post and you're not really paying attention to you know the quality of it but no y'all y'all both make great points great yeah, because points.
3: that's that's what people are fed right now it's like yeah. you have to keep creating content you have, you to. have to do it you yeah. just have to do it and that that's true but it still needs to play a, a intricate role in what you're doing versus yeah. you just vomiting content out yeah. every single day that doesn't doesn't do anything. Especially for
2: you. especially as like a musician, yeah, you yeah. know because yeah. and it's it's a little bit more harder for us. It's, it's it's super challenging because we're a deep dive talk show. Yep. So how do we stick a deep dive into? 30 to 60 seconds mm-hmm. because that's what we have to do to get people to pay attention to us. Right. Yeah. If we don't do that, then the algorithm does not like us. Yeah. So it's like, it's a weird balance of trying to figure, figure that out. But at, from a musician standpoint, it's the same way. It is super challenging me as a musician. I'm also trying to figure this stuff out with the types of remix videos that I drop, which mm-hmm. ones work, which ones don't work, you know, which, you know, it's 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 super challenging across the board. When I remove myself from the creative space, whether it be on pod on the podcast
1: or like Lone said in the producer bag or as a musician, what you guys are saying is absolutely correct because there are. There's content that I consume where I've said openly every once in a while they get it right. Yeah. And then there's other ones where I consistently find myself going back to because they always get it right. The quality is so high all the time. Mm -hmm. They're going to get me every time I'm scrolling or I'm going through or the algorithm pushes it in my direction. I just know it's going to be fire.
3: And even if you didn't like it. You gave it a chance because you know it's, it's actually structured to the there point it is. that it's, it's enjoyable still to check it out. They've built yeah. my trust. They got I my really trust. I really didn't like that clip, but i went see what they yeah. got to say next. For you sure. Know Bingo. What I'm Bingo.
0: Yeah. Yep. 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 What you think, Jay, about this conversation? You know, I just, once again, I worry about, um, if anything, how this is affecting everyone's brain as far as even consuming content. Man. You know, there's going to be a point. study on this. Generation. That's what he said. You know, I, I you know, I, I saw something recently about how songs that have a certain amount of streams on Spotify, you know, and then you look at how many times they've been, the video has been watched. And like the correlation is, you know, it used to be right here. Now, you know, yes, people are still streaming the song, but they're not watching entire music videos anymore, right. even though you can look at them on YouTube. Right. Because. A four-minute video seems like too much of an investment of time. It seems extremely long now. You know, so I'm, you know, and this this can, this doesn't even have to do with how we consume music. This is just how people's brains are going to be wired. You know, how is it that people are going to, you know, sit and read a book or be able to just, you know, consume anything that might be actually informational and educational because we're used to getting things in such short little pieces.
1: You know what's crazy, bro? And this is, this is not... Uh, a direct correlation to like from a creative standpoint this is just me watching something I'll you know shout out to two I watched I ain't gonna say the name because they ain't cutting us check but I was watching something that had ads mm-hmm. and I caught myself getting frustrated because in the top right corner they had ads and it's like a minute and fifty something seconds worth of ads. When we were kids, we used to sit down and just watch the commercials and then go back to what's up what whatever the program was. Now it's like I caught myself actually getting frustrated that it was a minute and fifty seconds because you a have
3: a choice now. You know what Thank I'm saying? You. Thank back you. then that, that was built into this is just how it operated. I know right. I have to watch this, uh commercials are gonna come on, I got time to run and do something else real quick. Yep. Make it back before the commercial. Right. Now you can literally Purchase a streaming service that will cut all the commercials out. Yep. So when you don't, when you have to watch commercials, it's a, you know what I'm saying? It, it irks you because you can't skip past it. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, what's crazy too is people consume stuff so fast. You can make a video go faster. Yeah. Yeah. You can make it go p- like 0. 0.5 or even a second TikTok, faster. TikTok you can. Yeah, just to make it. Do it on YouTube. Hurry up and get to done get so, to I, can, you so go. I can move on to the next or thing. Or I can just yeah.
0: watch, I can watch the guy speak two times as fast, Yeah, you know, because I don't have time to listen to this. You know, if I can watch it in two minutes, why would I watch it in four? Yeah, You know, but also it's just uh, a thing where I think it also is how consumerism is being driven. Mm-hmm. Just to go to your point, you know, we talk about. You know, watching commercials and how Mm -hmm. much that irks us now when we just realized at one point that was a part of our lives. Yeah. Now, you know, on Amazon, on all their original programming, you know, even though you pay for Amazon Prime, they want another like two or three bucks for you to watch it without commercials. Yeah. You know, and so like if your mind is wired to not watch something and not have to deal with commercials, you know. There are millions of people, you'll go ahead and pay the 2 or $3 not to have to watch the commercials. Yeah. And so here's a multinational corporation that has found another way, based on people's impatience and, you know, inability to sit through anything that seems inconvenient, yeah. that's going to make millions, if not billions of dollars, $2, 2 or $3 at a time, yeah. just because people are used to seeing their
3: content uninterrupted. Right now, right now. Like, I literally do that with YouTube because... Like, I get YouTube and I get the music streaming platform, too. You you use the premium. Yeah, so since I have the music streaming platform, they give me the YouTube premium for For free. free. And I've been so used to that and y'all hear me when we were on the show sometimes you pull up a clip like you should have paid for that premium
0: yeah you know what I'm yeah.
3: it shows a commercial immediately so now I'm programmed that I don't want to see commercials very like <laughs> oh no but I want I want our show to have commercials because that's how we get paid <laughs> facts right. I just don't want to be mm-hmm. you know, that's, yeah. no that's i mean, mean
1: I caught myself doing it bro because, because I, I, I
0: literally like I got it for Three months for free, yeah. And I tried to go back to watching YouTube with commercials, and I couldn't do it. Yeah, it's, I it's felt victim to it. I was like, "What? Eleven bucks? Okay, that's that's fine. It's worth it. It's yeah. worth it for me to be able to." Even when I sit and sometimes review our show or watch mm-hmm. our clips, so we can and because I want to get right to the comments and see how people are either engaging us constructively or just hating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to have to watch a commercial.
3: Yeah. Yeah, as well, man. And, and to that, that the one guy's point when he was talking about how the Beatles put together their album and they didn't have to worry about these types of things, that's just music in general. So if you think about um 80s, 90s, you had bands, you had more bands available because people had to learn how to play these instruments in order to come together and make this music. Then you had to have an engineer that was going to record them and put it all together now, all you need is a laptop that has GarageBand on it and, you know what I'm saying, something that you can play the keys with and program the music yourself. It eliminates all of that stuff to the point where now it's mandatory that you do the other stuff.
2: I don't know if they're directly correlated like that, but I see what you're getting at. I I, I would relate it to, and I've been holding on to this idea, I talked talked about it with a student of mine this week, actually, but like, and it goes along with everything we're saying, Have you ever, like, showed somebody young our show? What was the first thing that they said? Be like, oh, I do a podcast.
0: They don't know what we're talking
2: about. Okay. well, For me, I've
1: shown uh, Younger Cousins or something a podcast. Uh And what I get is,
2: uh, man, you guys got a real podcast. Okay. You you guys aren't going where I'm thinking. That's that's what I get. So, yeah, that's one piece. But if you typically, and I see this all the time because I have a lot of younger students. Mm -hmm. And when I tell them I make music. They'll be like, oh, yeah. Viewers. Viewers.
0: They want to know your stats.
2: Number one thing is always how many views does this video have? How many subscribers do you have? How many people listen to your music? How many Spotify Weekly, whatever, do you Mm -hmm. have? Constantly. And I'm talking about the younger generation, like Generation Z and all that stuff. And it's wired into us as well. But this is so detrimental. It's so, de- it's, so it's, detrimental. Detrimental, yeah. it's so detrimental because it completely removes, I had to break this down to one of my students and had, to, I was like, look, I, I was like, you know, it's capitalism, but, but yeah, it's it bigger, is. but it's bigger than that because yeah. it's like, we are, com- people don't create art for consumerism. Consumerism is a part of selling art. It's a different, it's a different thing. We sell art because we need to sell art. Artists are going to create art regardless. This is true. And so if, if, you, if, and if, you're, and if you disagree with that, you're probably not an artist. You're probably just somebody that's moonlighting. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if you don't, don't agree. But it, it, art is for art's sake. Yes, we want to be able to understand how to create content and all this other stuff. And that's important to, to sustaining yourself and all this other stuff. But the art's the most important thing. Terry alluded to this as well a little bit ago. But the viewership aspect is so the thing that I think is it's so crazy it's like everybody cares about the views i almost want the numbers to disappear publicly Mm -hmm. from everything but
1: it's funny you said that because you remember i I told you that uh the one time i went to go speak at a friend's class they had the age that you age group that you're talking about Mm -hmm. the I, i pulled up our tiktok The video that they wanted to click was, oh, that one's got 55,000 about Meek Mill. Click that one. It proves exactly what you just said because they wanted to see how many followers y'all got. You just made me think about that. I literally just went through this like a month and a half ago. How many followers y'all got? Yeah. Even with this
3: video, the cypher that went, went viral here. People were talking about how many views it got. Yeah. So whether you like it or not, it got this many views, and it becomes valid. And it becomes valid basically based off the viewership. viewership. Yeah. Max,
0: but jump in, Jay. No, I mean, but almost to make it personal, just regarding us. You know, have you ever gone through and watched, you know, and and looked at our content and thought, wait a minute, this was either really funny or really poignant. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. you're like, how did this one only get eighty seven yeah. views? Yeah. And right. this one, when we, you know we were talking about something that I didn't think was particularly engaging. I'm looking at it and it's got two points, you know, yeah. yeah, It's and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, like, when we were just talking about, you know, the whole thing with um, Laura being a
3: bum as far as like, oh,
0: yeah. I thought like, that didn't do anything.
3: Yeah. No, well, a lot of people can't, probably can't even relate to that. But though. there
0: are a lot of, TGI, if you know, TGIF for the people who watch Dude. our content, like, yes, that's no, very relatable. But at the same time, crazy. I didn't think anybody was going to care on, what was it on tiktok or or instagram one of them when we were just it was like i don't even think it made the meek full show Africa. oh meek mill in the show and when we were talking about def jam fight for new york i didn't think i yeah. was gonna
3: do anything it's <laughs> like people people are going to post or or say something when they disagree with you more than they do that that's a lot they, that's, a lot, like of it. It, that's you know a lot of it that's a lot of it too yeah and that that's what drives that energy and that traffic to it because people are are so content on not Agreeing with what's going on Whether they understand it or not And it keeps on Popping up Based off of that Versus Somebody might see something That they really enjoy And just Like it and keep on moving
0: But there's this weird You know What I've noticed is There's this weird nexus of I don't know Of whiteness <laughs> Whenever we talk about Kid Rock Eminem Yeah Or anybody conservative yeah. that pops up and all of a sudden not only does the, it do numbers but then we get a bunch of people I know who don't watch any of our other content and it's almost like it sets off an alarm in these people's houses some,
2: some of that is me I'm doing that to, well, a, to a degree because I, of the tags that I use I'm doing that to a degree but stay woke but, but sometimes yes some of that some of that is based upon how we can program that on the on with the tags and stuff like that but the thing is you've reposted that like
0: it doesn't matter if we've already posted the stuff about kid rock it catches again every time
2: that's and i just like that's yeah, it's, crazy it's multiple it's multiple things yeah so i i don't know it, it's it, to terry's to point and everything i don't want to get too sidetracked from what the main talking point uh, right you know but Social media, because I, I feel like we talk about this almost every week now, to some degree of just how the layers somewhere
3: related to it, yeah, yeah. How yeah.
2: how crazy it is right now, just for creative people and just consumers. Because even though I talk about the view stuff, it's not like I'm not guilty of it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, yeah. for, sure. I mean, for sure,
3: We want views. I mean, views. Yeah. We run a, a internet talk show essentially, mm-hmm. so our viewership matters. Yeah. Like this, this is what our bread and butter is. Is the viewership? It's very important, based off if we're making music on the side, you know what i'm saying? Mm-hmm. This this isn't it isn't adding to something we're already doing. This is the product right here. Right. Right. So part of it. Yeah.
2: The second part of that video that he yeah. talked about was him saying that the only thing that matters now with the younger generation is the, the vibe. vibe.
4: As I start to try to understand why some of the artists that sometimes are opposing my videos are their complete opposite of the idea of selling their music. I start to navigate to content like this clip that was reposted on um, a well-known hip hop Mm. collector, New Face, on his Instagram. And he kind of put it up here criticizing it. But as much as I disagree with what this young dude is getting ready to say, I do applaud him for speaking truth or his truth at least. He was going off about Killer Mike winning the Grammy, the three Grammys, sweeping the rap category, and he gave a young perspective on why he feels disconnected from Killer Mike's music and just... That type of music in general. I'm going to let him talk about it.
3: About how I did not know who Killer Mike was. I woke up to a thousand comments of old heads talking about, oh, how you don't know who Killer Mike is? How you don't know who Killer Mike is? And they gave me a few song suggestions. So on my walk to class, I said, you know what? I'm going to expand my palette. I'm going to actually go in these comments and pick out a few songs and listen to them. I listened to the songs, bro. Mm And still not my cup of tea. But look. I know exactly why I didn't like those songs. The older generation tends to like the lyrics. You know what I'm saying? The lyrics are the most important thing. The content, what he's actually saying. Is he telling a story? Is he saying something? That's the most important thing to them. But for us, it's all about the aura. The lyrical content doesn't even matter. Is it a vibe or not?
4: What did I tell y'all last week? (laughs) Somebody gonna have to tell the truth and I'm gonna tell you. What did I tell y'all last week? The worst word that has ever found its way to hip-hop is the vibe. The it vibe, is, fam. It's the vibe.
2: I feel like... And... Which is a word I use. And you know what? I don't disagree with that, really.
1: No, I, no, I, I agree with him 100%. And to your point about when you talked about uh, someone that's younger, how they, you know, review or perceive the podcast, this goes to that same thing from a youth standpoint. It's 100% about the
3: vibe. Yeah, Every, it's everything. And I hate to have to keep bringing him up, but Kai Sinet. Mm-hmm. His show is is him just wowing out essentially. Yeah, he's not saying anything poignant on any episode. No. Right. he's sitting there listening to some, and then yelling and and yelling and getting up and dancing. Has eighty eight sitting back down and yeah. and, and the he NBA is made making him millions of dollars yeah. off this. He's got a Nike deal. Yeah, from the that.
0: NBA made him the center point of part of the All Star celebration. Yeah, yeah,
3: that's wild. Played in a celebrity game, all that. Yeah, you but it, it's definitely about a vibe because I mean, if if you think about Uzi Vert's song. Uh, last year that went I wanna crazy. Rock. Yeah. I want to rock. He's not saying anything in this song. It's literally just a rhythm and him tapping his sides and doing yeah. his little punk ass dance.
2: Do you think it's because, do you think it's because of this uh, attention span related thing? Or do, yes. you, do you have any, cause that's what I think. Yeah, it's a
3: hundred percent the attention span. I
1: don't,
2: think, I don't think people have the attention span to listen to lyrics. No, I, and that's no, they don't want to cause they, they feel
3: like a lot of people always use the, the example or excuse that when I want to listen to music, I don't want to learn nothing. I, yeah, just, I saw that too. It's, that's weird. I mean, if, even if I don't learn anything from listening to music, and I'm, I'm not necessarily learning stuff from listening to the music I like. I like hearing stories, though. People- it's literally people saying, I don't want to
1: think. You guys are making me work too hard yeah. if I have to think about anything that I'm listening to. It just puts me in a mood. That's all I need. Yeah As long as I'm in the mood I'm good Whatever yeah. mood that is I'm good with that's it That's
2: why I think Sometimes I get confused when, when younger kids will be like Man this artist Changed my life I'm <laughs> like how? how Like Based not, off what They're not saying it Based off their vibe yeah. Their that's vibe that's changed it. your that's life That's it It's the vibe <laughs> No, about,
0: I, I, <laughs> this is the thing like I, don't know. I have to believe it's about a vibe because if i if, if i believed it was about the actual content of the music i'd be like we are lost as a culture
2: yeah you true.
0: so i'm i'm glad to hear them say it's a vibe and i don't i can't relate to the lyrics or i don't not the lyrics are too complex because which I, are. there are sometimes when i i you know i find myself actually listening to what these people are saying outside of the beat and outside of how it makes people move yeah. and I'm like this is just so all basic you yeah. know and you know but at the same time they don't they don't want to hear, you know, the that bought a bottle, bottle could have struck the lotto like it's too much for them to deal with. Yeah. And it, quite honestly, let's I just, get it. Let's just be real. You know, there's a lot of people who didn't want to hear that from when Nas put it out. Remember, his album didn't even go gold when it came out like we, that was don't don't get the game messed up. As much as we talk about Illmatic and the classic nature of it, it wasn't on the radio all the time. I wasn't
3: on the radio at all at
0: all at all all, unless you had a little college station or you had you know uh, or you was in New York yeah unless you had like in St. Louis we had a community uh, KDHX and I'd be able to hear it on street vibes on Friday nights and that was about it because I knew that the commercial station Magic 108 at the time was not playing Nas Mm -hmm. you know if if I didn't listen to yeah like I said if I didn't listen to the community radio station I wouldn't even know Um, it's the same thing with a group like Curious you know when they came through they're on the same label Columbia you know major label acts still couldn't get played on the radio with all the promotion t-shirts stickers and all that it still wasn't going to break through so i'm not just going to put it on this generation because this this part you know i love the song uh uh, big papa by notorious big but you can almost say there's a vibe i don't think it's that song i don't think it's it's
2: about what do you mean I, i i don't think it's about the generation aspect of it i think it's just this generation at this generation is just the the golden Era of the vibe. It's just yeah. It's it's like the golden ticket. It's like you know, it's that thing. Let's get straight to it. It's it's what it is. It's just like they. I don't even mean this in a condescending way when I say they don't have attention spans. They grew up without in a culture where nobody has an attention span. That's true. It's just like or has to wait for anything. No. Yeah, it's just like everything's immediate. You know, there's everything yeah, is instant. New music doesn't
3: just drop on Tuesdays anymore.
2: Everything is just instant gratification. It's you know we have access to everybody and everything right now. And you we're, not- we're, we're, we didn't grow up. We grew up with the internet, but we didn't grow up with
1: this. And it was in its infancy stage when you know when we when we were younger. But can you imagine what the kids how messed up they would be if they had to wait. Like, we used to have to
3: wait to hear music? They would be the same as us if it never if happened. If it never happened. I'm because, just saying, I mean, it, it, you got to think about how... So, my senior year in high school is when the internet really started like, oh, this is a thing now. Mm-hmm. I, I can go to sites and pull up this. Yeah. And and it loaded crazy slow. Yeah. So, even then, we had to be patient mm-hmm. with the internet that we were experiencing at the time. Good point. It didn't necessarily bother us. But once it started evolving... And this kind of leads all the way back up to where we talked about commercials. Now we're irritated with everything going slow. And that's the same thing, it applies to everything, it applies to the music, it applies to fashion. It applies to TV, mm-hmm. like as soon as the show is over, you're ready to see the next season. Like, why do I have to wait until yeah. 2024 or 2025 to see the next season? Well, they got to shoot it. <laughs> my,
2: my wife, <laughs> he said they gotta shoot I, my wife won't even watch series that only have one season. Yeah, because she's so ready she's to like, go no, to the next. I need season. at least four. See, <laughs> yeah, because we we
3: want that instant gratification. So yeah. if if I can save up some gratification in a jar, yeah, and then you know what I'm saying, just set it, the the yeah, stri- set it to the side. Yeah, set it to the side, and okay. I got enough in the jar that I can yep. I can, you know what I'm saying yeah. appease myself yeah. until I got to recharge on some more well, look, it's just where we are right point. now in general and you can't really blame that on No, I don't blame uh, it on the them. Kid. yeah you, you were saying that you can't really blame it on them because that's just how they grew that's up how they grew that's how they, up. they came up but, like, but
2: they do embody it they, they yeah. Yeah. embody it to a, to a crazy amount but look yeah. we
0: all remember or at least you know I can remember when they were like, "Okay, Michael Jackson's Black or White video premiering basically on yes, every station on, in the world. Come on, and you had to wait for it, yes. you know. And then it was a big di- and then everybody, could, nobody got it early. And then once it went off, it's not like they were going to play it again immediately. No, you, had to, you wait. had to wait to see it again. You know, j- this just is like, okay. Let's go this, read
2: a book now. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> this is this is the crazy. Just think about it like this. I saw like um, you know somebody posted up on on one of those sites, uh, um." video for uh, the the commercial for the rough side of the mountain you know it was like oh, the, yeah. the gospel collection yeah. oh yeah you know it was like who in the hell left the gate up? open who in the hell left the gate open and, it, the the, and it was like you know so many cassettes and so many LPs and, or I think maybe they had an eight track option and it was like a wait four to six weeks yeah you had to wait six weeks before, to get that in the mail and no CODs yeah. can you imagine if you ordered something off Amazon and they told you, you wasn't going to be there for four to four six, to six weeks. I get mad when the next day shipping <laughs> yeah. and I look at it and it's going to come it don't come, come for two days. I like My I, stuff said, filtered.
3: I have it filtered And I know at what, what time of day I can get on there and still get it the same day <laughs> Because I want it right now A lot yeah. of times if I can't get it the same day I won't even order it yeah. And then I'll put it off again And I could have just ordered it right now it had it a day or two later, and I just didn't order. It yeah, I if, you wanted, it right if you
0: wanted to have Alfonso Ribeiro teach you how to break dance, yeah, you man. had to wait four to six weeks for yeah. that rap you had, tape. You and had that-, that, fill
3: out some in the back of a,
0: a book or something, and <laughs> <to laughs> send it in and for him to send you that core cardboard so you could break dance
3: with your parents' permission yeah. and pray that it didn't get lost in the mail. Mm-hmm. I uh, to the post office we go. Yeah, it's
2: almost like we were hitting that peak. We're hitting that point when COVID hit. And then when COVID hit, mm. it just never came back, yep. and it just it's been running ever since. And I, I, maybe it's because we maybe we didn't have a gradual jump into it or something. Maybe that's part of the reason. But like the world stopped. It did. It two, did. It did. It no, like it was it. not but like it, it, it. stayed actually stopped. But it, but it has made all the stuff that we're talking about and <laughs> the straight vibes. And not, don't get me wrong, the vibe thing has been around for a minute. It has. Uh, it has. But, but it just seems like it's to an extreme to where like. We have a li- literal category that's like best hip hop album, and people are upset that the hip hop is hip hopping. It's just, it's just, I don't know. It's weird. To yeah,
0: me. they have that the, the there was actual lyrics, words, and a just message like- and the music sounded like it took more than just two hours to put together
3: and this is these reactions it's making are, me feel emotions i don't like that i just <laughs> feel a vibe.
0: that's
1: it these, these are pocket these aren't pockets of reaction the reactions the reactions that we saw at you know, we talked about killer mike this is everywhere this is not just And i'm not seeing just little bits of this people were saying this all over the internet yeah so it just speaks to, the like Logan said, divide. just the era. Yeah, it's the divide. Yeah. It just shows that the era that we're we in. Were,
2: we were lucky enough to 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 grow up with music, listening to it the way that we did. Yeah, and they just don't have that experience. They don't have to soak up, sit down with an album for a week or two until the next album that we want to hear drops. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't you don't have buy it in the buy the CD, put it in the car, and then. You rock that CD for a while until you buy a new CD.
1: Or you trade with your homies. And yeah, you yeah. find
3: the ones that do, you call them old toes. Yeah. 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 Because I mean, they're enjoying music the same way that we think it's intended to. Yeah. yeah. But unfortunately, uh, we've just evolved past that.
1: Did y'all see Schoolboy Q change his mind about <laughs> wanting white people to use the N word as concerts? I yes. mean, yeah, he said he was high. But, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Because he, he posted a picture of, of this book that says, uh, I think there was a chapter named after him, and the book is entitled, They Can't Kill Us Until They Kill Us. And uh, one of the book's chapters is titled, Schoolboy Q Wants White People to Say the Word. And then he clearly was like, I was on drugs, and I'm not rocking with that now. Uh, who else did we mention in the, like Doja almost, Cat. Was it Doja Cat mm-hmm. that we brought this up?
0: Where she told her fans to chill. Which I, you know, I was like, okay, props to Doja Cat because once again, we I thought she was Kendrick's sh- done the same showing thing. feet.
3: I remember Kendrick did it a while a while Chabrums. back. Is that what our conversation is about?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I I saw this when they got some votes, but uh, we can we can keep it
3: moving. No, I was on. just asking. Yeah, I, really I, I hear thought that it had some more me. mean potatoes. Nah, to, it's just him schoolboy. All right, Q.
0: well, I'm glad that he got off. He's not on drugs and changed his mind. Chops, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Shopping laughs>
3: schoolboy Q. We, we're looking forward to that project. Yeah, man. Title: Blue Lips. Ain't yeah. that what it's called? Yeah, that's what happens when you smoke uh, copious amounts of marijuana.
1: Smoke what? Copious,
3: copious. amounts of marijuana and gang of lips blue. A lot. Or black.
1: <laughs> A lot.
3: <laughs> but now, well, is, even, even with him, I, at least he's honest. He said he was It just, goes without being said. Y'all should know better anyway. I don't care who tells you it's yeah. okay. It's never okay because don't, don't there's going to be somebody there that that doesn't think it's okay. It doesn't know It you. might not end very well. So this is just this is just advice from the New Old Heads podcast that in these situations, just do the right thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just mute yourself. Before you wind up with an eye jammy. Yeah, yeah, you don't want that eye jammy. Or if you want to say it, just say it. Yeah, and see what happens. <laughs> what'd you say, Lone? Just, just deal with it. it. Consequences it. <laughs>
2: and repercussions.
3: <laughs> yeah. Consequences yeah. sure
2: contradictions. You, but make sure you uh, actually say it out loud to somebody. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not just say somebody
0: say it there. real loud next to some black people you don't know. Yeah, do that. Mm-hmm. What, what, do what'd, that. You say, what, what'd you say, <laughs> Lone? You got to make sure you, yeah. Say it with your
1: chest too. Yeah, See how that, get, yeah. how far shout that, for,
0: you know, shout, Be on some Riley Cooper with it.
1: Yeah, yeah don't mumble
0: it. If you gonna say it, yeah. say it. Yeah. Say, it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. say it with your chest. You right. Look yeah. up
0: Riley Cooper. You know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah Eagles. Crack. Yeah.
1: Yep. There we go. I remember Boondocks.
0: <clears throat> no, that would be silly, man. Be Riley Freeman.
3: Man, I wish uh, Pops didn't die. I know, man. Until we get a, another rendition <laughs> of the Boondocks, and perhaps another Friday. Yeah. Shot to job with, with a Anyway, they can AI his voice. Yeah, they could, but that's yeah, up they to his family. Hit, it ain't gonna hit the same, low. Yeah. <laughs> he's right though.
2: They can also soar the video, put a minute. Yeah, soar the video, AI it. You're so right. You're right. That's, that's weird, but, but yeah, you're so right.
3: That I don't want none of that energy.
2: Yeah, he. I mean, he might have nine fingers because that's typically. That's what, what happens. In, yeah, the
0: forehead might be too shiny. <sighs> Come on, yeah. man. That's what happens. We can't, we
1: can't do pops like that. Let's just let's, let's go ahead and leave that alone. Yeah,
3: we just gonna have to do him like how they did in house party. Yeah. With uh, Robin Harris and just let it go. Be like, you know, yeah. But they didn't have the technology to do it back then. <laughs> no, because if they did, they would have done it. Yeah. Which I know we just talked about
1: uh we talked about fans, obviously with the N word or whatever, and mm-hmm. child to Schoolboy coming on home, I guess, if you will. Uh
0: <laughs> Coming on home with that reefer. Did,
1: yeah. Did you got? did you see the video of Ghostface? Did you see that when the fan was what just there was a fan that flipped him off and was calling him out of his name so ghost steps up to him and was like man I, I i will floor you if you get close to me and then two of his homies came up beside him the next thing you know people with wu-tang t-shirts just start beating this dude up well there you go prime example because <laughs> wu i mean you know people was putting wu-tang clan ain't nothing up and whatever just saying that but I mean, he nobody cares about people some do <laughs> but bro it, it it just goes to show you how reckless some of these people can be at these shows because Ghost was like, what's up? Because dude was clearly. Clearly did something didn't to know piss anything off Ghost about face.
0: Uh, Ghostface Killer or um, the Wu-Tang Ghost, Clan or Ghost, Wu-Tang Clan fans. Ghost is like. They are just, active.
1: Bro, I, Yeah, I actually laughed so hard when the Wu-Tang fans start turning on dude and then they just ran him up out of there. Security came. They were already punching him and just got him up out of there. And Ghost was like, yeah, get him out of here. Like. Shout out to Go! Shout out to Wu, man! Like, be careful you, what you wish for. Talking to these grown folks,
0: Look, out man. Here. I, I said it in another context a couple weeks ago, but if you don't know you who you're talking to, you did. Be quiet. I
2: you think did. he knew who he was talking to. Mm-hmm. You yeah. think he did? I, think, I don't think he read the room, though. I no, think he, yeah. Now they said <laughs> once again, but I said that too. Read the room
0: and understand who you're talking to.
1: They said he was a little uh, inebriated, so yeah. perhaps that goes. So as was as Riley well. Cooper. Uh, off that oil. He might
0: have been off that oil a little bit, but you still got to be careful who you mess with. Yeah, everybody's off that oil, and that's why you got to Rent up out of there.
1: Yep. Yeah, a Wu Tang concert is not the place to be. Disrespected Wu
0: Tang members? No, it's not.
3: Yeah, probably uh, not. You're probably in the wrong place, buddy. Yeah, man.
1: Seeing somebody get punched by people at the Wu-Tang wrong tree to, there,
0: buddy. Yep.
1: Ghost is like, just come right here. He said, I promise you, you'll be on the floor. I was dying laughing. So shout out to them, man. Be careful what you wish
3: for apricot preserves
1: <laughs> or these are grape preserves yeah, yeah hey his bar last week was it last week you used to talk about the preservatives yeah that no. was for
0: now that was classic there was one there was one summer I tried to make my own grapes oh uh, yeah or not my own my, my own
3: raisins I was like I just put them in this just try to dry them out just kind of dry them out yeah that didn't left work too in, well left
0: them in this little thing and I we went on vacation and two weeks later I was like
3: Shout out to you if you stuck around in the
1: chat. We appreciate you as always. If you see it, like it, subscribe, leave a comment as well. That really helps us as we advance in what we do. Yeah, on Spotify
2: uh, or Apple Music if you listen on there.
1: Yes, please leave us a comment. That, Five stars. Man, they got the options. And we appreciate y'all support as always. And we'll see y'all next week. Yeah. Peace. Peace. You
2: minute. Bye.